So let's begin with the rapid fire. The first one is, at what age do you want to retire? 37. How long does it take you to get ready in the mornings? Seven minutes. Most embarrassing moment of your life? Fast. Favorite color? Three. What time of day are you most inspired? 4.30 in the morning. How many hours of sleep can you survive on? Four. Fill in the blank. An upcoming technology or social trend is blank. AI integrated. The city in which the best kiss of your life happened. Well, uh, um... Fort Douglas. The biggest mistake of your career. Pass. Pick one, Mark Zuckerberg or Elon Musk. Must. How do you relax? Four wheelers. How many cups of coffee do you drink per day? One. A habit of yours that you dislike? Biting my fingers. The most valuable skill you've learned in life? Vulnerability. Your favorite Netflix show? Allowable. The last movie that you saw that had a good impression on you? Three. The last song you've been listening to? Melodies from the Heaven by Kirk Franklin. Well, so that's the end of the rapid fire. We can go on to the longer questions. Can you share some of the key lessons you've learned from your professional sports career that have also translated into your pursuits off the field, such as your role as a board member, advisor, and philanthropist? I think the key lessons that I learned from playing football was the ability to thrive in a situation of football. So that's in the most critical moments of the game uh, where you know you can either win a game or lose a game in the last seconds of a game. So being able to thrive in a situation of football. And I think that carries over into the boardroom, being able to thrive in situational moments where it's pivotal moments for the company to make a decision that could either take a company and, and take it from, you know, uh, a no-name company to a company that's thriving, or being able to keep a company from dying and making a decision that is critical uh, to that company being able to, to survive, and especially in environments like this. And how do you believe your experience as a professional athlete has influenced your decision-making or leadership style in particular? You know, I think first and foremost is the ability to be a cheerleader. You know, as an athlete, we're always, uh, you know, getting the praise and getting the, the recognition from fans, you know, both in the stadium and outside of the stadium. And I think being able to, to come into a boardroom or come into a, uh, uh, you know, founder space or executive space and be able to support them and cheer them on, I think is something that I found to be extremely valuable. So you're known for your dedication to social justice initiatives and community work. Could you tell us a bit more about a specific project or cause that is close to your heart and the impact it has had on the communities you serve? You know, I think the, the, the biggest one that I've started to spend a lot of time with lately is, is working with United Airlines and their United Aviate Academy. We all know that there's a shortage of pilots that's currently going on, not only in America, but across uh, the world. Uh, and being able to make sure that there are diverse candidates that are going through uh, their pipeline. So understanding that, hey, that's a big issue. Understanding that aviation 
isn't going anywhere, but how do we ensure that they're diverse pilots that be able that are able to participate in, in, in this economy that's growing just within that little subsector? Uh, the thing is, is I've always focused on science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. And when you look at what a pilot has to do every day, it's something related to science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. So how did you initially get involved with this project and what motivated you to contribute to your time and effort? You know, the thing is, is I, I love aviation. Uh, again, it's an extension of that vertical of, of state. Um, and then when you think about kind of where, again, the economy is going, how do you participate um, and make sure that others are able to participate? Um, and not only the, the, the conversation around driverless airplanes or AI that's going to be, um, you know, going through the aviation industry, but you also want to make sure that there are young people that realize, especially young black kids, young black and brown kids that are able to participate, um, you know, in this, this economy that's going to continue to be around. It's not going anywhere. And then I think what United Aviate Academy has done is they've lowered the barrier of entry. So you could be able to get a pilot's license as early as, you know, 13 or 14 years old, even before you get your driver's license. So being involved in various advisory roles, what are some of the most common challenges or opportunities you have encountered while advising these organizations? I think some of it, you know, I guess the challenge is, is being coachable. Being able to take what somebody gives you, or not only myself, but also the board, is able to give a founder, and you take what, you know, that advisor gave you, and you're able to, to take that coaching and be able to make a decision or make a change that's necessary for the company uh, to thrive. In our profession, you're coached on, you know, Tuesday during training camp. On Wednesday, they have up you to make that correction from Tuesday. It's a lot different in a company. If you make a, you know, give a coaching tip or a coaching point, and sometimes that takes, you know, a week or two to permeate. So, you know, I think for me, that's been kind of the biggest challenge is the ability to see coaching really take root and take root in a very uh, frequent uh, and, and fast manner, which, you know, for, for us in sports is done on a daily basis and within the you know, startups and then, you know, we're, we're more corporate ecosystem is not that as fast. And how well do you think coaching translates into these ecosystems as well? I think it's super important. You know, I think everybody needs to coach in some shape or fashion. Whether you work it out, you're getting stronger or getting more fit, you need a coach. Whether you're thinking of how to utilize the resources that you have in a much better way as a financial coach. You know, whether you're thinking about your social well-being, your mental well-being as an executive coach. So, I think at some point in your life, you need somebody that's coaching you or showing you how to do it better. Your parents are coaches. It's the first coach that you encounter. And I think at every step in your journey, there is somebody that's helping you become a better individual. And usually somebody that's helping from the mentorship or coaching standpoint. So transitioning from the NFL to a broader range of endeavors can be a significant shift. What motivated you to expand your involvement beyond football and pursue opportunities in different fields? I think for me, for the ability to go into different fields, it was an opportunity to be curious. Within playing the game of football, you have the opportunity to be curious, but it's curious within how do you better define your craft? How do you get better at your craft? And being able to go into another ecosystem and be curious, you realize that there are many different things that you don't know. So you have to be able to lean on individuals. You have to be able to be vulnerable, like I mentioned earlier, and be able to, to, to understand that you just don't know it all. You don't have all the answers. You don't know how to create, you know, some of the, the sizable type of infrastructures and the size of the type of firms that are really driving, you know, the returns within the private market. So it's, it's been this opportunity to go be curious or go and learn and what's been taught with people who've done this at a much higher clip than I have. And how do you think this transition has influenced your own personal growth? You know, I think it's, this, this transition has actually accelerated my personal growth uh, because it's forced me to, to continue to go down this dual path, but do it with frequency, uh, of being able to spit out with individuals, 
doing it with urgency, realizing that I don't have much time left on the football field and understanding how urgent I have to be off the field. Uh, but also how to be able to, to, to understand the, the, the ways in which they work together. How does sports work with venture? How does venture work with sports? Um, how does spending time with executives? Is, how is that similar to spending time with a general manager or spending time with a coach? And that's how it's like spending time with a, with a, with a product manager. So you realize some of these, these similarities of being able to utilize those as much as possible. So looking ahead, what are some of the goals and projects that you're most excited about in the coming years? You know, most excited about in the coming years is being able to one honor my word. I've been able to be an advisor to a couple of different companies and firms. And I really want to sprint and make sure that I do those with, uh, uh, with, with high velocity and high conviction to make sure that I serve them in that, that call, that manner. My contract is up in two years. We'll see, you know, where things go after that. But I really want to make sure that I'm serving um, and honoring the word that I gave to, to a couple of those entities uh, over the next two years. So the last question for you is of a personal kind. What would you be doing in your life if not this? Well, I'm doing it, but it would be being a dad. You know, I think being a dad is one of the most uh, impactful things that you could do for society is being able to raise great global citizens. Um, being, able to, being able to do that full time would be amazing, but understanding just how the world works, so it's not what I'm able to do. But if I wasn't doing this, I would be doing a, you know, being a stay-at-home dad, all-pro dad, um, and try to make sure that I'm thriving in that particular facility. I am Kelvin Beecham. I am an asset allocator. Catch me on the Marketer of the Month podcast.